Alright, hey. everybody, hello, and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we've given up. It's no longer time to make new things, think new thoughts. It's time to let our laurels uh, hold us as we rest upon them. Uh, Hardy yeah. am I. Oh, I get that it. Was a lot. That was yeah, good. No, it took me a second. And right. then I have no, uh, I have no further to carry it, Jonathan. That was new information, and um, there's nothing for me to do with it let except me just lay it down. Write down 2021 goal: take a comedy writing course. Hmm. Good, good idea. Good plan. That was you got him on real Zoom. Bad. You can take him from a bunch of the teachers that uh, used to be with UCB before it self imploded. Okay. Squirrel. And, that's squirrel. That's what I want to do. It's now in here in uh, NYC. Oh, look, it's not the teacher's fault that the company imploded. I'm sorry. Did you <laughs> Squirrel Theater? Yeah, uh, it's it's. I think it's called Squirrel Improv Theater uh, in NYC. Okay. <clears throat> it's a community theater formed from a bunch of the folks that actually did the work at UCB in New York. That just want to store their nuts. That's uh, that's it. Yeah. Are you? God, that's are a you good, coming I'm, for them for just like picking I, a whimsical I'm, animal. I am. I am really upset because, like, you know, you could consider, <laughs> you know, humorous people to be nutty. Uh, and so Squirrel Theater, like, we're storing all of our... Anyway. All right. Uh, so now I need Great. to go and support them <clears throat> by joining one of their comedy writing classes. This, this is a great start. Great. Well, uh, let me just catch everybody up uh, and then you can jump into how you are. So uh, for like five years, we've been doing new episodes just about every week, reaching out to alternate versions of us and other timelines that got really into some idea and turned it into a podcast. We never knew what it was going to be about or what the circumstances of that alternate universe would be. We just tuned in for one episode and then we let it go forever until now when now. it's it's time to go back to the well and today we're digging in to um one that's uh, near and dear to my heart it's uh, a little bit a little bit about movies and i guess that's all i'm gonna say about it for now okay jonathan how are you uh i'm a little bit anxious uh today we had a teacher work day in which we were given our new schedule and like mm. kids are going to be coming back in March. Um, oh, that's very soon. Very soon. Um, and I like I'm I'm okay, I'm kind of okay. Like I'm kind of okay. Mm. Um, the you know the county decided like we're gonna we're gonna vaccinate all the teachers, and then the governor came out and said you all have to go back to school, and I don't care if you get vaccinated or not. Right. And then the county and then it was like saying, surprise, there's no vaccine. Surprise, anymore. there's no vaccines yeah. anymore. Uh, which is you know again okay. Like I'm I'm trying to be okay with it. Uh, the board of education is now going to start for for my county is now going to start having in person meetings again because they for sure couldn't continue to have virtual meetings and then tell all their teachers to come back. So I have to go to the board tomorrow uh, to answer questions to get my improv class approved to be in the county curriculum. 
So wow, excellent. That that is where I am mentally right now. How are you doing? That's quite a bit. Um, me, I'm the same, the same, the same yeah. as ever. Uh, I played through a video game over the weekend called Paradise Killer, and it was kind of my kryptonite because it's a free world like exploration game in 3D that's also combined with a very scattered visual novel where you're trying to like figure out who did some murders and all these characters uh, like tell you that the other person did it and they slowly reveal <laughs> evidence to you over time and they do it all very slowly as you like cross the map multiple times so i just spent like the whole weekend playing this thing the guy i'm in the surprised we even have you right now oh i, I did it I, I finished it oh you so, finished it yeah. okay <laughs> okay uh so it was a lot and i'm ready to take all of that and just flush it out of my head uh can i just say we look adorable in our not our, prepared matching yeah. outfits like i'm just i wish uh we had planned that we but we didn't oh, wait so, what's, what's uh, on yours so mine is a, a camp improv utopia shirt uh mine is auto blocks so it's uh it's optimus prime playing this little place oh that's very adorable yeah it's very meta as well we're adorable we are uh but you know what enough of us it's time to reach out into the ether to crank up that terrible machine uh who knows how many gigatons of co2 it puts in the atmosphere not me i refuse to do the experiments uh, let's find out what's going on with the other us, which, um, ah, crap. Jonathan, we missed their intro again. Uh, all right. Oh, well, let's, yeah, okay. let's just jump in, uh, see where they're at. Yeah. Uh, everybody, we'll see you next week. Love you. Goodbye. month with theaters and streaming exclusively on Sega Increase. When the family comes home for the holidays, it's anything but festive. The next generation is ready to take their place at the head of the table. But the past is not quite ready to relinquish their fortune. Breaking bread has never been more dangerous. With relatives like this, you should be watching more than your back. Spoons in. Streaming exclusively on Sega Increase. You gotta stream fast. All right, missionaries, welcome back to Will There Be an Intermission? Uh, we're delighted uh, to be joined in the studio today, not only by two guests that you that we know well that you uh longtime listeners know well but uh also the bosses of the silver linings podcast network uh please welcome to the show joel and andy hi guys hey how's it going hey how you doing thanks for having us back yeah thanks for being on um you know contractually um so mm. we've been I, look, I... It's just, I don't I don't want to be a jerk, but could you read the intro that we wrote? I mean, I just yeah. Um, fine. Uh, here we go. Joel Murphy, five-time Podbean nominated podcaster, one-time Podbean winning podcaster, owner, operator, and sole proprietor of the Silver Linings Podcast Network, and. Andy McIntyre, president. 
Uh, welcome, both of you. Wait, Jonathan, I want you to read your part. Damn, they're famous. Thank also, you. Um, I, can you guys do the part in unison? Like, we worked really hard on this. Yeah, we, we, we wrote that. We spent a lot of time. Okay. Yeah. Can I, can I skip the first part and just yada, 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 yada. Andy McIntyre, president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn, they're famous. I think it was pretty good. Like, you could chalk that delay up to lag. Okay. All right. Look, I'm okay. Just remember we'll performance, performance reviews are coming up. That's all I'm going to say at the top, you know. All right. I promise this time we will edit it out so it sounds good in the podcast. You said that last yep. time. It'll be great. Okay. Last time I was crossing my fingers when I made a promise. This time, like, I, I promise. Okay. All right. If great. I find out you crossed your toes, I'm going to be upset. Well, Andy, like how would you find that I, out? That is why Andy is the president. I don't think that's of that true. stuff. And man, it's just, good job. All right. Well, you'll never know because movies. I'm wearing I'm wearing socks and house slippers. Yeah, movies. Uh, look, guys, we've been movies. Jonathan and I have been losing it trying to keep this podcast going mm -hmm. in a year with no indoor movies how are we supposed to tell people what proper snacks to bring into the latest films when to get up and go to the restroom when there's no theater experience to be had um but you guys have figured something out and and we want to talk to you about that today well uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with this but there's uh, plenty of food delivery services that you can maximize your movie snacking with full meals. It's like eating at a Cinebistro mm. right from the comfort of your own home. And, you know, you'd think that bathroom breaks would just be ruined because we have a pause button. But what about knowing the right moment to hit pause so you don't kill the momentum of the scene? Like, that's important. I'm, I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't think of that. And this is going to go in your review. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand all that. But like I, my my biggest concern is, uh, you know, Joel and Andy, you guys have created this beautiful uh, system where like watching movies from your home is very successful. Um, but then we we think of like you know now like Warner Brothers is releasing all of their movies streaming and in theaters, and like there's a good chance that more people are going to stay home. They don't need to go into the movie theater. And so like, how do we, how do we make it so that like people do go to the theaters? Yeah, no, I'm glad you're asking these questions. I, I'm trying to let go of the fact that you didn't ask these questions last March, like when the pandemic started, like it seems weird that you're wondering now. I mean, look, I, again, I'm, I'm not trying to be the bad guy here, but the fact that all you've been doing for basically a year is just going back through your old episodes and yeah. rewatching those movies. It seems pretty lazy to just do what you've already done again. So you, you're saying you didn't like our audio commentary of our previous audio commentary. Yeah. It's just like, you get meta at a level that it's like, what are you even doing? You're referencing the thing inside the reference 
And so, yeah. it just, you know what I mean? Like, do people even respond to that if, like, you're making jokes about You know, them? like, look, we we made a gamble, Joel, and it didn't pay off. It didn't pay off for riff tracks either. You know, they, they thought, finally, people are stuck at home. They're going to want to listen to our funny jokes, and they're willing to go through hoops and play it in their iPhone while they also play the movie in their Blu-ray player. And that turned out not to be true. We made it easy. We put it, it's one file. You load it into your podcast player. You don't have to think about it. Just stay subscribed to our podcast. And it, it, it didn't pay off. I'm willing to admit that. Okay. All right. Sorry. Like I said, let's just, you know, I want to say fresh start, but I don't want to make you guys do the intro again, but let's, I don't like this energy. Yeah. Water under the bridge. Yeah. I agree. New energy. I agree. Let's, let's clean it up. So uh, you guys have been running a very successful movie themed podcast in this time. So much so that you rebranded the entire podcast network around it. Uh, why don't you tell us about Silver Linings Playback? Uh, so it's a podcast. Thank you uh, so much for saying that. That uh, won some awards. I don't know if people know that. Like, was nominated. Uh, you know, but it's fine. We don't. We don't need to get into that. Uh, but yeah. So we watch maligned movies and we find their silver lining. And we actually watch uh, new movies. We don't go back and talk about. We don't malign our maligned podcasts. One, because there aren't any, and uh, two, Thank because you for that factual backstop there, yeah, yeah, and uh, two, because uh, you know we're always creating, always making, bringing new stuff into the world. Okay. Yeah, it, well, it kind of came out of this idea where Andy and I were talking, and we were like listening to a podcast, and I don't want to make anyone feel bad uh, by saying what podcast it was, but it was a, a podcast that you guys might know, and uh, we were like, what if uh, it was this, but you know people were into it you know like what if people enjoyed it uh-huh what if people okay yeah and so you like well, listened to that podcast and found some things about it that you felt were missing and then you added those things mm -hmm. yeah like content and structure and comedy i think were that those right andy i think those were like the three yeah trenchant insight um yeah you know razor focused analysis and charm. Yeah. Wow. So really, really trying to check every box there. And I would have to say that the Podbean Awards uh, agreed with you, or at least they agreed with you one time out of five. Uh, so what do you think has been the core element to your success thus far? You know, I, I think what's important is that we try to stay humble you know what i mean so when we mm. go into this like obviously andy and i if you've listened to the show we're usually pitching million dollar ideas ourselves mm. of like this is the movie we would have made you know this is obviously and people you know we get all these offers all the time it's like i literally want to make that movie i'm a you know high-powered agent and or manager uh he a lot of money and we're like that's not why we do this you know we do this to stay humble to watch these movies and to, to share a love of cinema and uh, you know, to, to really figure out why, why didn't people get this and, and how could we help them get it? You know, it's, it's about love, mm -hmm. love for cinema as an art form and, um, and also love for criticism. Cause I think that, you know, uh, criticism is as much a part of art appreciation as anything and looking at, you know, why things were criticized and maybe, you know, what blinders they put on and, and didn't see those silver linings that we find. Cause you know, there, 
there's a bright side to everything. Yeah, and, and Andy, Andy often, I know you've, you've said this and I, I really love this, that uh, anyone can make a movie, but to, to critique a movie, you know, that is a skill. To, it's honestly a lot harder to take something that someone spent months or years developing and a group of people came together. Hundreds of people came together, yeah. But like one person who's just like really brilliant at analyzing things can come in Mm. and really reframe the way that everyone sees it, you know, which is a real, that is talent. That's the skill right there. Yeah. Well, I do think that one of your biggest talents is the the theme months that you do and so like february being uh the the season of love for people with valentine's day uh you decided to go for uh i i think a national treasure mm-hmm. uh this month with matthew mcconaughey films um and i believe that there are four weeks uh and you do a weekly podcast i'm just concerned that you're gonna like have a struggle finding four matthew mcconaughey movies that you have to be so critical with mm. i mean he just puts out uh, a quality film after quality film yeah you know we we were concerned about uh an egot winner being the theme of you know our show like obviously matthew mcconaughey is revered right. you know and, and just a perennial oscar contender yeah so it, it was a concern but you know if you go back to some of his earlier work that again you know, t- kind of to touch on what we were touching on before, is brilliant, but maybe people overlooked it. Okay. And the, the point of our podcast is we're not reviewing and talking about bad movies. We're talking about movies that other people probably mistakenly thought of as bad. Mm-hmm. And in the case of Matthew McConaughey, a lot of it's got to be born out of jealousy. I mean, oh, yeah. that a- as we live on the other side of the McConaissance, you know, uh, people, everyone came to realize that you don't need to be jealous of him. His presence is a gift. And right. that's sort of what we, what we take through our podcast. Now you've done uh, several different themed months before, and I'm sure that's also at some point, like kind of put you in a, in a tight spot. What would you say has been the most challenging film to find the silver lining for? Uh, we did, uh, we started the podcast uh, by talking about Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the very first one we did is the one, I mean, you guys know, you're on the internet, yep. that everybody hates, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Strikes Back. You know, we started right. there and we were like, maybe there's something to like in this. You know, I, I know that it doesn't, it's not beloved. People don't talk about Harrison Ford the way they talk about Hayden Christensen. You know, as an yeah. actor, and I, I think it's a shame that because he was so overlooked that he had to go back to Carpentry after mm-hmm. making the franchise. And it, it yeah. really is. Insane. But we were like, you know, let's let's look at this. What was he trying to do with Han Solo? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's it, it really speaks to the time that the movie came out. You know, people rejected what they felt was kind of a downer of a film uh although the you know there is that hilarious like i'm your father scene that everyone loves i mean snl got decades of traction out of reusing that joke oh yeah Uh, never joe piscopo being the i'm your father guy for Mm -hmm. like he and what a treasure and look when we were were younger we all had the i'm your father t-shirts with piscopo's face on them yeah Yeah. I, i thought it was funny too you know for sure and 
And I mean, yeah, sure, we can mock the scene where Princess Leia says, I love you. And then Han Solo starts crying and is like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you said it first. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to say it. Leia. And then he just gets cut off by the cloud. Off, of, yeah. yeah. So, you know, what's crazy. We didn't talk about this in the podcast, but apparently in the script, the line was just, I know. Yeah. And apparently really? George Lucas really fought for, it's I know, because he really believed yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. But Harrison Ford, you know, I think, you know, actor's intuition ad-libbed a little bit and yeah, we got that that scene that we got. Well, you know, that's that's why his career stayed where it was. When you go up against a director like that in the moment, that's a gamble. It, well, and he had done this before in A New Hope with the scene with Greedo where, you know, Han Solo went to pull his blaster out and he did the fumbling, remember that like he's bobbling it back and forth and both. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and can and, I just say like, what a great job the effects people did like tracking that with the technology at the time. Oh yeah, but then like when Greedo starts laughing at him and calls him McClunky and then accidentally shoots himself because he's laughing so hard. Right. Apparently they made that up on the day. That's wow. I mean, if, yeah. that's the, if that's the best take you have, then that's the take you use. Yeah, I mean, that's almost like that uh, scene in the Tom Stylic classic Raiders of the Lost Ark where uh, you have the guy with the sword sort of brandishing it around. He just shot him rather than doing like a whole ornate fight scene. And, you know, that really made, I think, Tom Stylic just a household name and an action star uh, oh, as much yeah. as anything. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, can we admit that it's been kind of sad to see Tom Selleck, uh, you know, come back as old? Oh, in Jones? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's clearly not into it now. No, if, you know, no. if anything, like, take that energy to Magnum. You know, I think that could work. Well, uh, thanks, guys, for, for talking about the show. Uh, we're, we're coming up a little bit on time. So uh, if you don't mind, uh, we would like to invite you to play a game with us today. Oh, that'd be great. Definitely, I'm down. All right, then that means it's time for This Changes Everything. This changes everything. Uh, we haven't changed that theme song in like five years. Four, four something years? Four so it's been a while. Uh, yeah, so this is the uh, game we like to play where we take uh, a genre of a movie, like a different genre of a movie, and then convert it into a different genre by just inserting a, a scene into it. it. Completely changes the entire complexity of the film. Uh, so today we're very lucky to be looking at comedy films, and then we are inserting a scene into them to make them into a horror film. Um, and some people may think that this is easy, but no, there's a there's a trick because you have to think about it. it's just one scene. So. Um, I think today, of all days, our first movie that we should look at, uh, and it might be a tad bit easy because there is a lot of stuff in it that already could make it into a horror film, yep. but I'm talking about Groundhog Day, the 1993 comedy starring Bill Murray, and uh, I think it's Andy McDowell. It is Andy uh, McDowell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, directed by Harold Ramis. You know, we're all uh, quality comedy. Yeah. Everyone knows from the Ghostbusters franchise, which right. recently ended with Ghostbusters 9. Yep. Uh, how how are we making that into a horror film? Add a scene. Joel. Oh, this is easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you do the movie exactly as it is. It ends as it does on February 3rd, uh, where he wakes up with Andy McDowell. But then 
right as he's celebrating, he's like, we should live here. We'll rent to start. Then all of a sudden the music, the happy music stops. And what he realizes is every version of him that existed all those days, they happened to, there's other versions of him that are trapped mm. in those worlds. Either they died or they're in prison or yeah. they just have the horror. So all of the consequences are still suffered by other versions of him. And he has that knowledge, but he gets the happy ending. It's a dark finish. Love it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's great. A comedy all the way to the end. And then that twist that makes it suddenly gut-wrenching. Uh, Andy, what about you? To make Groundhog Day into a horror movie? Yeah. Um, I think you just uh, insert a montage of uh, just Phil losing it and killing residents of the town while he's trying to find the consequences. Not yeah. A lot of murder in the actual film, yeah. And he knows See, how everyone's going to move, so he just sets up these elaborate, you know, traps to just get people. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, my my thinking is at the end, uh, and I'm going to sort of go off with Andy because Andy's, you know, a genius with this. Uh, what we find out is that the the movie is actually him recounting all of these deaths that he's done that claims to be himself, but it's to the whole town. So like when he drops the uh, toaster in the bathtub, when he drives off the cliff, like these are things he's doing to the townspeople. And he ends up leaving the town uh, after being there for a year. He like walks away, nobody there anymore. Population zero um, in Punxsutawney. I think that's, so the, the, the scene I would add is him, it's just him explaining everything. And then just a picture of him walking out of Punxsutawney and then it's the old fashioned sign that says population and it just says zero. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right, should we move on to our next comedy? Uh, yeah, did you not want to add a scene, Marty? Um, we... I, I actually already think Groundhog Day is a horror movie. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. That, that's, that's fair enough, 100% fair enough. So, yeah. Um... All right. Well, here, let's go with our next one. Okay, I'll great. give you some time to think about it. We'll go to our next one. Uh, a 90s comedy classic, Clueless, uh, starring, you know, Brittany Murphy, Alicia Silverstone, Paul Rudd, looking handsome as always. Looking uh, the same age he does four years now. old when he uh, yeah, yeah. made that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is, uh, he has found the fountain of youth, which is wonderful. Uh, and he does not need to share it with us. Uh, he can keep it all. No, no matter what those lawyers say. Uh, Andy, let's start with you. Add a scene in the Clueless. Make it a horror film. Uh, all right. So I think the way to make this a horror movie is um, sort of taking it from Oscar winner Parasite and sort of creating an upstairs downstairs and seeing how like the service staff at uh, Cher's mansion uh, just gets tortured by... Uh, the wealth in uh, Beverly Hills. Mm, I like that. And if it's Parasite, then it's not even directly tortured. It's like circumstantial, almost it's psychological. Like, yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right, Joel, what's your take? One scene to Clueless. So the the one scene is just that Cher discovers that all of her money and privilege came from the fact that her father owns a blood diamond mine. 
Nice. Yeah. And is that is that scene like uh, something that's told like as as we, you know, is she voiceovering as we pull away from the mansion? Does she like receive a letter and then we get some Spielberging as she's horrified? Like, what, what do you think that looks like? I think you could just add to that scene where he's talking to her about the grades, you know, about haggling her way to better grades. But you just start that scene like a little bit earlier to see what he was doing right before she came in. Ah, so she's never aware. But no, we... she's not aware. She can never know that that's right. where all the money comes from. But Paul Rudd knows that's the tragedy. That is tragic. Why wow. his mom divorced the dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Jonathan, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say, you remember uh, Cher had that computerized outfit system? Mm -hmm. uh, her closet kills me. <laughs> <laughs> just, so, like, Mangler-esque? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just, it's she, she, like, goes in and it, like, takes her in. And then, like, the end of the film, uh, Brittany Murphy's looking for Cher and she like, oh, well, let me go find an outfit. And she types it in and the computer's like, haha. And it's like this wonderful skirt, but Cher face. Like that's just part of the outfit is you have to wear Cher's face. And that's how the movie ends. Or like when it shows like the, the, the camera, like the next picture of her in the outfit is her just dead. And then the thing actually yeah. kills her. Kills I love her. it. I, I think that 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 do it. Solid. Uh, Marty. Um, mine is. Uh, I mean, I already think Clueless is a little bit of a horror movie. I think Clueless is a little because it's okay. It's okay, about let's try another comedy. Go we got one more comedy. I, we no, got. I've, we got. Got, we got one more comedy. We got one more comedy. But I okay. okay I, it's just it's a it's a tie-in. We at the at the end of the movie, you know, fade out, and then we cut to twenty years later, and uh, it's a scene from Mean Girls. She is actually the mom of the meanest girl and like she's Ooh. she has just she has created this monster of a child who cares only for popularity and that's a, that's a horror film uh all right we're going to do this one real quick this is our rapid fire last one uh so with four words or less a new scene make meet the parents a horror film uh joel go De Niro actually milks Greg. Oof. I yeah. can't top that. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Four words. I can't top that. Uh, Greg is uh, an assassin. Is an assassin. Mm. Greg is an assassin. Okay. Already a horror film. So <laughs> I, I love right. it. Thank you. Thank you both for bringing your insight into this game. It can be a tricky one. Uh, you made it look easy. Uh, folks at home, let us know what are some of your comedy classics and uh, how would you make them into horror? Uh, or why do you already find them scary? Uh, you can let us know on our Facebook page or Twitter where we have to ask. Uh, or on our website at wehaveToask.com. And if you're interested in why I think so many comedies are terrifying, read my blog. God, that's so much, though. That's already a horror film at blogspot.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, And look, I understand. It's a lot. That's why don't put lot. it on social media. It's opt-in. You've got to... I have never been it. able to watch Caddyshack. Since... Sorry, Jonathan. Look, it was... It's way past spoilers time. You know, the movie came out in the early 80s. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, bosses, uh, thank you both so much for joining us today, Joel, Andy. Uh, any final thoughts before we say goodbye? Well, I again, and I, I'm sorry to do this, but can you read the outro that Andy and I wrote? I'm not sure we have time. Do, are you? I insist. All right. You can find Joel and Andy every week on the Silver Linings Playback podcast, revisit some of your would-have-been-favorite films, if only you had known what they know now, and will tell you if you sit down and listen, you childish film baby. I'm so glad the curtain was never pulled on them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm a, that was so good that I... You didn't do the why after baby, but other than that, oh, so we add that in post. That's like okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, are your toes crossed? <laughs> Sorry, there's just no, there's no way you'll ever know. I mean, I could say they're not, but you know what is trust? There's a little, there's a little thing called integrity. It's very small. Uh, all right. Well, thank you both for joining us. Uh, we'll see you back soon, uh, contractually. So. Uh, Darn right. I think uh, that's going to do it, folks. Thanks so much for watching, uh, tuning in, and we're listening to another episode of Will There Be an Intermission? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, I'd like extra butter, please. See y'all next time. And credits are go. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy here the Lobsters. And thanks to Scott Zakaos for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook and Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts at the Peaksoft Network at Peaksoft.com. Oh, you finished early. You got so finished time. real early. Um, all right, all right, all right. Got it in. Uh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. 
or wherever you get your podcasts.